Yo guys, what is going on? It's your boy Nick Tana back again with another episode of Tana's Eye View Podcast. I've been gone for a very long time. First off, I owe you guys an apology for people who do listen to this on the regular and have been uh, members of listening to the podcast for a very long time. I owe you guys a deep apology. I should have been keeping up with the pod a long time ago. I do have reasons for doing so, but honestly, I just owe you guys an apology because you guys take time out of your day to listen to me, I'll leave feedback, all that good stuff, and I haven't been recording and being regular like I should. So I do apologize for that, but we do have an episode today, and it feels good to be back. We are going to be talking about a lot of stuff, so hopefully you guys are doing great, man. Do me a favor before we lock in. Tell someone you love them because you never know what someone is going through. If you guys like this type of content, please just give it a five-star rating on your favorite podcast listening site. Could be Spotify, could be Apple, could be Google, all those, man. Five stars. It helps bring up the algorithm for us, bring in new listeners, all that good stuff. So every... Ooh, I got a burp. My fault. Oh, I got another one. My fault. Everything does help to bring in more people and grow the community. So that does mean a lot thank you for that if you guys want to check out more of me personally like I, like I said my name is Nick Tana a lot of every one of my socials are you love Nick Tana you can check me out on Twitter at you love Nick Tana twitch at you love Nick Tana I stream about four or five days a week over there on Twitch uh, so if you guys like to see me live we've been playing Call of Duty Sonic Frontiers been a very good time we're we just reached 1.1 followers over there on Twitch so shout out to you guys man thank you for all that and the number just keeps on improving. So we're going to shoot to the moon, baby. Shoot to the moon. Also, uh, I do YouTube. You love Nick Tan on YouTube. YouTube has been a major focus for me within the past few months because YouTube is pushing out my videos a little bit more. It's starting to show up in suggested videos. I'm starting to get people that are enjoying the Madden content. So if you guys want to see a bunch of Madden content, you guys want to see the visual version of the podcast, make sure you guys check it out at You Love Nick Tana or just type in Tana's Eye View into the search bar. Either one of those, I should pop up. For the visual version, I'm probably going to have Sonic playing in the background because I've just been absolutely loving this game. So you'll see a lot of Sonic gameplay. So make sure you guys check out the visual version. If you guys do check this out and you guys are watching this out on YouTube, like, comment, sub, all that good stuff, man. I don't want to keep on rambling, guys. You guys know the vibes. You guys know what you got to do, man. I just want to let you guys know it is free, and every little bit does help if you guys can do so. Again, it's just going to be just me on the podcast. I do have plans in the future for bringing more people on. Uh, I talked to the people over at uh, No Cooldown, uh, two of my friends over there, great friends, love their content. I'd like to bring them down eventually. I have a few Madden guys that I want to get on. Probably talk to Judge and Stu again and a bunch of more of my friends to get on. Because uh, doing the guest podcasts are very fun. And it's like really good to do the guest podcast so I can bounce my ideas off other individuals and stuff like that. So that should be coming soon. And now that me and Mo have different areas for our setup, like mine's downstairs, hers is upstairs. We could actually record episodes together now for the pod because we won't be like directly off each other and then like echoing and stuff like that so i uh, expect more episodes of mo being on uh mo is my wife if you guys didn't know my beautiful wife which that's leads me into the next topic where have, where has nick tana been i know you all have been putting out pictures on the milk cartons looking for me and stuff like that if you guys do listen to this and you guys 
Uh, don't follow me on other sites, but I'm I'm still alive. I'm still putting out a lot more content than I usually do, but the podcast has just been on hold. I don't really do a lot of the variety. I do variety gaming. I do consider myself a variety content creator. It's just I've been trying to grow a lot more with Madden. Uh, before I started doing all this, I was a Madden content creator. I've been playing Madden since about Madden 19. Uh, streaming wise, competitive wise and stuff like that. But I've been playing Madden my whole life. And Madden's just one of those games that I love. I love football. Uh, I've been watching football since I've been six. I've been playing football since I've been like nine or 10 years old and just like keeping that love for the game, bro. And just like playing the sport virtually is just, it's just fun to me. It's a great time. I know a lot of people do have a lot to say about Madden, like it being a roster update and the graphics all look the same and stuff like that. But I will say this year's Madden has been one of the better Maddens in previous years. The gameplay has been a lot better. We've been getting a lot more content-wise with uh, Madden Ultimate Team. If you guys do Madden Ultimate Team, uh, it's been absolutely great. Um, graphics have been nice. It's just all the bugs, man. EA has a lot of bugs, I will say that. And the game's expensive. It's an expensive game, but they did... Ca uh, they did focus on some of the casuals more in this game because they wanted people to be able to grind for some of these cards. So, uh, we do have like battle passes and stuff. So you can grind for good cards and stuff. And it's, it's more liable to be no money spent more than ever. I feel like, so yeah, I've been doing a lot of that, but let me, uh, let me go over some more stuff other than gaming, uh, of why I've been gone. Um, I just, like I said, I just recently got married guys. Uh, I've been with You Love Mo for about 10 years now, and about a month ago, we finally uh, tied the knot, man. Uh, officially tied down, man. So all those guys that uh, didn't want to say that they loved me or confess their love, y'all are out of luck. I found, my, I found my girl for life, man. It was the best day of my life. Besides having the birth of my son, the birth of my son is probably one of the best days, and then that would be number two because, I love you know, we love Lil Will out here. You, lo <laughs> you love Will. The wedding was absolutely beautiful. We had a lot of people show up from out of state. I had a lot of my friends drive two hours plus. I had a friend flying from Georgia. Shout out Ghost Stories, man. Shout out Peter, man. Much love to you. Shout out Eric, man. He flew all the way from Texas. Him and his, his girlfriend had a blast with them. All my friends driving from Michigan, all that stuff. So it was a great time uh, seeing a lot of people that I met on this platform for the first time face to face, it was, it was beautiful, man. And seeing them have a blast and we kicked it at my house a few days beforehand, watched some Thursday night football. We hung out and it was just, it's a, it was a beautiful thing, man. It was fun. And I, that weekend and day was one of the best days ever, man. And I just want to say thank you to everybody that did show up. It means the world to me. It, re it really does. It, it means more than everything to me because you guys took your time and your money to fly out and come see me. So uh, it is very appreciated. So, yeah, I am married now. Uh, we've been working on ourselves a little bit more, too, a lot more. So, like, I haven't been... How do I say this, man? I don't know. I've just been trying to better myself every day, man. We're still going to the gym. Uh, I go about two to three times working out, man, pumping iron, doing that. We've been meal prepping a lot lately and stuff, learning how to cook. 
like I don't know what's been turning out with me, y'all, but like cooking is like one of my favorite things to do now. Nothing beats being able to cook a good meal, saving money from going out. I've been cooking my lunches and my breakfast for the past month and a half. And I've been getting so much better at it. Like just cooking. I've been cooking up a lot of eggs, potatoes, chicken, rice, all that good stuff, man. Trying to get healthy, man. Trying to get trying to get some good foods in me. All that good stuff. So We've been doing a lot of that. Like I said, gym, full body workout every, I mean, three days a week. So we've been just working, working out a body part every workout, just one, one body part. So like I'll do chest, shoulders, legs, back, uh, biceps, triceps, um, and then core. And I, I hit at least one of those for every workout three days a week. It's been, it's been, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, I've been feeling great working out, man. You guys should like, I'm not going to be the type of person to be like, oh, everybody should go to the gym, but being going to the gym clears my head a lot. And I know it would clear a lot of your guys' heads too, uh, because I'm a big believer on making yourself better every single day, uh, being better the next day than you were the day before, getting a little bit stronger, getting a little bit smarter, learning something, uh, doing something a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's why I like going to the gym. And going to the gym helps me do that, man. I get on the treadmill. I feel a little bit faster. I lift the weights. I feel a little bit stronger. I feel better. My head gets cleared out, man, because us as content creators, especially I'll speak for myself, but I could also speak for a lot of you guys. I feel like when you're a content creator, it's hard to just sit in front of a monitor all day. Like if you sit in front of a monitor all day, you're going to drive yourself crazy, man gonna drive yourself insane like you're gonna feel depressed you gotta get out you gotta do stuff like even if it's just like eating a little bit better going to the gym like you can't just like we weren't built to just sit in front of a computer screen all the damn time bro like and that's what i'm starting to learn bro there was times with my content i would literally like go home on the computer from six to six to twelve pressed into the monitor like doing like it, it's just, it wasn't healthy for me man i was super exhausted and going to and like i was just overthinking stuff like uh what what should i do next why isn't this working out all that stuff man so uh i've been going to the gym and it feels great i feel better my content's been better than ever I haven't looked at the numbers per Tana's Eye View, but don't ask me about that. But I do know we've been reaching about 100 listens per episode. So thank you guys for that. Honestly, like, um, I know a lot of people do like this type of content. Like I said, you guys want to hear about my gaming opinions and just my opinions in general. I've heard a lot of people even say they just want me to talk a little bit more about what's been going on with my life. And you guys, if you guys are that interested in it, I can. Because uh, I, I really, like I said, I really haven't been playing a lot of games. And I'll, I'll fess up to it. There's been a lot of games that have been coming out, and i just kind of been like, eh. There's a lot of games in my backlog that I've been wanting to get to, and I just kind of haven't. But uh, with my content now, it's just a lot of Madden. I've been focusing on doing Madden franchise videos, Madden Mutt videos, stuff like that. But we'll get into everything about what I've been doing because I have been playing a few games, and I'll let you guys know the business and my opinions. We got a few topics on here that I want to go over. Uh, hopefully I don't hold you guys up for too long. But, um, yeah, we're going to talk about Twitter verification. I want to talk about Ash Ketchum and the story about him finally becoming a Pokemon master. 
Uh, I'm going to bring up Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, my first impressions of the game. We're going to bring up Sonic Frontiers. And we're going to talk about Pokemon more because they leaked the starters and that game is going to be coming out soon. Uh, from the release of this podcast, it will probably be out in two days, two, three days, I think. So we got to bring up some Pokemon and stuff. So you guys know the vibe. Let me take a sip of this water and we're going to lock in. We're going to lock in. <sighs> Refreshing. So yeah, guys, uh, first first little bit of news, man. Twitter verification. If you guys do not know, Elon Musk did buy Twitter. And basically nowadays, you have to pay $8 to keep your verification. A lot of people didn't like that. A lot of like people who did have their verified badge didn't want to do it. Whatever. I, I personally, like, it's. I feel like if you earned your badge, you shouldn't have to do it. So, like, I feel like you already put in that work to be verified. It's not the easiest thing to get verified on Twitter. I think there's ways around it to where you can, but it's not, like, the biggest of deal. But though this is where people really do get frustrated with this, is Elon said with Twitter Blue, if you pay $8, if you pay for Twitter Blue, the $8, you could get a verified checkmark as well. And this has been driving, like, controversy for the social media site for a, the past few days. And honestly, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, nah, like, okay, okay. I'll be honest, be honest. I, I, I'm trolling right now when I said I, I'm kind of trolling. But at the same time, um, I get both sides of the story. I'll give you guys what I think about it here in a second. But uh, a lot of people have been paying $8 and stuff like that and getting these verified check marks. So, like, it's kind of crazy, like, you be scrolling through Twitter nowadays, and it's just like, okay, I'm scrolling, 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 you see a check mark, and it's just like, oh, shit, like, this guy's got a check mark, he's probably spitting some stuff right now, let's see what he got to say, and instead of it being like, um, like, for me, most of the time, like, when I see a check mark, it's usually like an NFL analyst or reporter, um, someone who's, like, famous that talks about, like, a certain subject that it's just like, like, when I think of a verified account, I think of like someone who earned that verified account that's going to be like, he's going to talk some real stuff. Um, in other words, when I see a check mark, it's like he specializes in what he's talking about and he has a fan base and he has his opinions kind of matter. If that's weird. Like when you see a check mark and you see someone talk about a video game, you kind of sit there and look like it seems like a lot of people like their opinions and stuff like that. Or. They are verified because people do care about their opinions type stuff. So like I'll scroll through and I see a check mark and I'm like, okay, well, let me see what they got to say because it's got to be pretty important because if they have a check mark, then it seems like people like they have an audience for this and stuff like that. Uh, but nowadays you'll just scroll through and you'll see like Sniperfish55674 with like 20 followers that has a verification. Which isn't like, do I really, like, it, 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 it catches my eye a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, I'm not saying like Sniperfish554275 with 20 followers don't matter, bro. Do your stuff. But it, it, it should be catching me different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it changes the outcome for anybody if they do have a verified or a not verified. To be honest, I thought about it, but it's to the point to where, like, if I have a verified, like, Twitter verification doesn't really mean anything for me anymore. Like when you want it to be 
a check mark on Twitter, it was like, oh, I got a check mark on Twitter because I worked for that. A lot of people cared about what I was saying on Twitter and I gained my follows because my tweets were hot or my takes were hot or my posts were good or my videos were good or I got people from Twitch to check me out on Twitter and stuff like that. So like when I saw the verification shit, I was like, that would have been cool to have. But now if it's like you pay the $8, then it's not that important. But I'm not going to down anybody. I'm not going to say something wrong about someone who does already have it because it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? They got their check mark. Cool. They paid their eight bucks for it. But me personally, it's just like I could care less now. I'm not really like super rush to spend money on it too like if i do i do but i mean i just don't see the point of doing it anymore besides like oh this is nick tana but i don't think i would be that separated i guess i don't know that's basically how i how i see it but there are people that do care to a fact bro and i saw this shit on twitter and this was kind of like corny to me and it's just like this is where i draw the line bro because there's like websites and apps you could use where it's like you could you could separate who earned a verified badge and who paid eight dollars for the verified badge and it comes to that point where it's like if we're checking to see how someone got a verification badge that's when it's corny that's when it's like bro you need to just like mind your own we don't need to be worried about if someone spent their eight bucks if someone spent their eight bucks bro that's their money that's that's their check like we don't I hate when people like pocket watch like that. If someone wants to spend their eight bucks and they want to spend it on a check mark for their social media to help them grow, go shoot for it. I'm not going to sit there and check like, oh, this dude's verified because he paid the eight bucks, but this guy isn't. He earned like, bro, like you kind of earn your shit regardless because you paid for it. But you know what I'm saying? I, I, it's kind of weird that it's separating everybody from Twitter. And it's just kind of for me. Personally, it's just kind of a weird way to look at the platform now because, like I said, you see a verified account and it's like, oh, okay, uh, let me scroll by and you see a check mark. It's like what they spend because usually when you see verified accounts, you're like, this guy has something nice to say. And then sometimes it's just some rant. It just feels weird. But um, I think this is just, just where I stand. I'm just, it just feels weird because it's just like I've been wanting a Twitter check mark forever because it, it shows like, oh, he's valid. That's basically all. I feel like it's it's a sign to say that you're valid. So, but I'm not mad about it. Let me know your guys' opinion though. Like it's just a little it's a little thing that I wanted to talk about. Just something light. Just something light. Something light. I don't know. I just don't. I'm not paying for that type of thing. Um, next thing I want to talk about, guys, is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. My first impressions. I forgot the release date of this game, but. Your boy, even though saying whatever he said about Call of Duty, I felt like I've said about about a lot of stuff about Call of Duty, a lot of controversial things. Not like I, I diss COD, like I really don't be dissing COD like that. But at the same time, I do don't give COD its flowers because I feel like Call of Duty is usually the same a lot of the time. COD really doesn't change the formula a lot. With this one, I feel like they did a little bit. But it's hard to justify spending $70 every year for a Call of Duty. But I got locked in, man. I saw everybody talking about it. This is the one. This is it. This is fun, bro. Play it. Whatever. And I'm like, all right. I had a little bit left over for my Twitch payout. Let's get it. Let's play it. Let's see how I feel about it. So I'm going to let you guys know my first impressions. 
First off, do not ask me about the campaign. I didn't touch the campaign. I'm not looking at the campaign. So, yeah. I'm sorry if you guys wanted to hear about the campaign. I'm not touching the campaign. I, it, I, it's probably very short, and I heard a lot of people say it's like a masterpiece cinematic, but if it's just that same, like, fake dying type Call of Duty, like every every level you just fake die and um it just feels like the same stuff like i'm good i'm good i i I really don't play call of duty for the campaign i play call of duty for the multiplayer i just want to run around and i just want to shoot things and i could do that in a brain dead way unlike these battle royales that are kind of taking over so Sorry, I won't be saying anything about the campaign. If you guys do want me to play the campaign, and you guys, like, if you guys can convince me, I'm a very swayable person. If you guys want me to play the campaign, and you guys are interested in that type of content, you guys want to see a post on the side channel, it could be a possibility. I wouldn't say no to it, but you just got to let me know. I I wouldn't be opposed to it, but as of right now, I just can't find any reason to want to do so. So, um, but... Talking about the multiplayer end of it, I think this Call of Duty is okay. It's okay. I would say it's a little bit better than okay. I think it's very solid. I'm having fun with the game for the most part. A lot of fun comes from just being able to group up with your friends and stuff like that. Like, uh, we ran it last night. I ran with You Love Mo. I ran with Illis, Judge, Blix. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last one, bro. Hold on, hold on. Mo, me, Illist, Blix, Judge. I think that was it. I think there was only five of us. Uh, And then people kind of popped in and out. So we did play for hours and hours of end. And it was very fun. It was cool. I just like being able to kick with my friends and talk with them. And we're just kind of grinding guns and stuff like that. The maps for the multiplayer, I feel like, are really good. And y'all knew it was coming, bro. Every, Every single map is solid. Uh, except for that map. I'm not good with map names. Don't give me that map with the, the cars all on that highway all backed up. Um, and they all just blow up everywhere. Don't give me that map. And then also the map with like the broken down buildings and it's like super long. That map stinks too. Uh, not that that map stinks. It's very long range. And I feel like I just get sniped most of the time and people just chilling in the back of the maps. So I take that for how it is. Uh, but I think a lot of I think they did a lot of good things with the map. I feel like the gameplay feels really good. The guns feel really good. Uh, a lot of guns I've been rocking is I've been rocking this AK74U. Um, the AK in general, that whole AK tree is fucking nice. Put a suppressor on it. Put a foregrip on it. I'm good to go. I'm good to go every time. I like that that P90 gun. That gun's super cool. Uh, most of my guns, I put a lot of suppressors on it. M4 is okay. I feel like there's a lot of better guns than that. But uh, basically, all that I've been doing is just looking at the tree and just find, trying to figure out what guns and what attachments I want. So I've just been trying to complete the tree for the most part, which is kind of the weirdest thing about Call of Duty. But like, it's a weird thing because I want to say that I like it, but I, I want to say that I don't like it. Because like it's like it's like a love hate relationship because like in this factor Call of Duty saying like we want you to use all the guns I'm like that's cool 
because it's like it's forcing you to like if you want to unlock this gun you got to use this gun and then use this gun and get a certain level with this gun and i'm like that's fine it's kind of cool making people use different guns and stuff like that but it's a very confusing process in general like you got to make sure you're looking at your weapon tree and you got to make sure like okay this weapon goes from here to here um but i got to make sure i'm getting this to this certain level to get these attachments and whatever else and there's just certain like variations of the gun and it's cool like i said like i'm all for making people use different stuff i think it's kind of mad corny if you use the same gun over and over and over again the same overpowered gun if that i like to switch it up a lot of the time uh me personally if i had to pick a favorite type of class i like submachine guns i like being able to just put on double time and just run across run around the map like a maniac and just drop shot everybody have that mobility so I like doing that, but like I'm gonna use different varieties of submachine guns. So you're not gonna catch me running the same one. Same thing with like the assault rifles. I feel like everybody just runs the same broken assault rifle, and that's it. Uh, I just don't see the fun in that. So like I'm all for making people run different variations of certain guns and stuff like that. Like make people do that. I just think it needs to be a better process. And if we could talk about one of the bigger L's of Call of Duty is I I get they wanted to like make the gun perfect for you. They added tuning. They added, I'm just like bro, it gets so like they made this game complicated. This game isn't easy. Like the game, like playing the game is easy bro, but when it comes to attachments, it comes to tuning we're talking about like 50 plus attachments. We talking about 50 different types of grips. Fit like we talking about a bunch of grips. We talking about you can tune this grip and whatever else and like it's a lot of it's a lot of research to be done with that. So I don't know how I feel about that, man. I haven't really sat there and messed around. I'm not going to tune my weapons. I'm more of a just like what are the what are the benefits? What are the not benefits? And we're going to go based off that. Like, what What am I gaining? What am I gaining accuracy? Am I gaining recoil? Am I, am, I, am I losing recoil? Am I losing movement speed? Like, that's all I want to know. Like, what am, I, what am I losing? What am I gaining? But, like, you could tune that to, like, make it perfect the way you want. I haven't sat there and messed around with that. I got it for, like, one gun. And I'm like, Ooh, sorry, I had to take a sip of my Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's getting hot it's getting hot but yeah man i'd sit there and i'm like i don't just i wasn't with it man i wasn't with it uh just the tuning just the tuning though great the gameplay feels great guys um gameplay does feel really good i do like the way the game feels i said that like three times that just shows how much i really like the gameplay running around feels good uh there's a few glitches i would say that we have problems with like sometimes you can't load into a game and then you gotta back out and then you gotta do this and do that that's one of the annoying things about the game that i could say that i don't like but it's just like it's sad that i always just know that call of duty is always gonna have its problems with that you're never gonna have a perfect call of duty game you're always gonna have your bugs you're always gonna have your Oh, you're not going to load into a match or you're, you got to do this and that, or you're going to have to update your shaders every 10 minutes. And it's just like the optimization for call of duty is just low. It's bad. It's bad. But hopefully 
hopefully they can improve that down the road when they sign this deal with Xbox and Microsoft. Hopefully they could figure that out a little bit better. But uh, if 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 you could care less about Call of Duty and that's not the main game you play, I would honestly say you could wait. I don't think it's worth really the seventy dollar tag that you play you you pay for it, man. I paid the seventy bucks and it was like it's cool. But I think I would have been fine if I didn't pay the 70 bucks. But it is a game where it's like, I just like running around and shooting stuff. Like, if you just want a, a game, relax, kick back, run around the map, shoot some stuff, Call of Duty's that game. Uh, if I want to kick back and relax, I'm not playing a game like Apex. I'm not playing a game like Fortnite. Or I'm not playing a game like these just battle royales that are absolutely crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because those could get sweaty. And, like, these multiplayer, like, arena shooters are fun. Uh, we were hoping that Halo could have been that arena shooter that could have been just, like, hop on, play, and have fun with. But the content for it has just been dry, too. But I really don't want to talk about Halo. I don't know if it's gotten better or not. I heard stuff about a battle royale. Um, I don't know what they're doing over there for 343. I don't even know how they gain their checks, to be honest. So... Yeah, guys, uh, that's Modern Warfare 2. In other news, we did get leaked starters for the Pokemon Evolutions. I'm not going to say what they look like. I'm not going to show up pictures of what they look like, but there are images going around of a lot of leaked evolutions and a lot of leaked content for the new Pokemon game. It's fine, but it's not. I do not really care for leaks anymore. I think that's like a lot of the reason why I don't really do the podcast that much. Cause like when I did the podcast, I always stayed up and did my research on everything latest and trending news for gaming. And when it came to that point, it was like, Oh, I'm on the internet all, all the time. And I'm like looking up this scene that, but while doing that, I feel like I'm ruining the experience for the game myself because I want to be actually surprised when I open up the game and it's like, okay, well, this is what the evolutions look like. And this is what the world looks like for Sonic frontiers. They were releasing stuff end on end at end. And I was looking at a few stuff and then eventually I'm just like, I don't want to look at anything. I don't want to see anything. I don't want to do anything because I want to be surprised as soon as I open up that game for the first time. And I still go into the open world and I do the combat for the first time and everything else. So, so yeah, basically I've been seeing a lot of the Pokemon stuff, the Pokemon news. I did unfortunately see a few of the leaks of some of the Pokemons in their evolution. Um, so just be aware of leaks, be aware of spoilers. We do get Pokemon within the next three days. So just try and be, just try and stay off social media, try to avoid all your spoilers and stuff. But if we are being honest, I did see one of the, I saw all the evolutions and I know I'm my choice has not changed. I'm still sticking with Quaxley, but I kind of know what the coolest evolution is, but I'm going to peep it down. Not talk about it. Just leave it at that. Leak stars are coming out. And, um, just, if you want to avoid that, man, you're going to want to stay off social media. I kind of like came into this episode, like, Oh, I'm going to show you guys what they look like and whatever, but nah, that ain't, that ain't me, man. I'm going to just leave that spoiler talk to someone else. Like I said, like, I want to be surprised when I open up the game. So I'm just kind of trying to avoid any gameplay or uh, releases of stuff. So that's been it for that. But just make sure that the uh, you stay off social media because the stars are out. 
last but not least, oh wait, no, 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 I got a few things. So, uh, I do want to announce that Ash Ketchum is finally the Pokemon Master World Champion. So it's been I don't even know how many years he's been for do he's been at it for like it's got to be twenty years at least he's been up and at him. So big shout out to Ash Ketchum for finally doing it, man. But I think the reason why I brought this up was because like every year he's been doing so much better to become a better Pokemon master. He's been doing it for years and years and years. Um, sometimes he would finish like top eight or he wouldn't beat the elite four or he wouldn't even get all the gym badges. And then through time, man, he just got better and improved. He sticked at the gym, man. He got better, got some cool mods. He learned the game. And then he became the world champion. Like, it's, it's fucking awesome to see, man. So, like, the moral of the story that I guys wanted to bring up to you, man, is, like, never quit, man. Never quit on your dreams, bro. Keep at it. Ash never quitted. He wanted to be a Pokemon master. And, yeah, times got tough. When the cookie came to crumble, it crumbled. Oh, trust me, it crumbled. But at the same time, like, he got to it. He got better. He improved. He became a better trainer. And look at him now. He's the best there ever was, man, just like the song. So never lose out on your dreams. Never lose confidence. Keep working hard. Keep your discipline up. And maybe you, too, could be Ash Ketchum. Probably not because Ash Ketchum's the man. But you could be pretty close. You could be pretty close. Be pretty close, man. Um. So, yeah, in other news, man, Ketchum, Pokemon Master. We'd love to see it. And now... For some of the last topics of Tana's Eye View that I do want to bring up is we are going to talk about Sonic Frontiers. This game is something I've been wanting to talk about, and this is one of the main reasons why we are recording an episode of the podcast because Tana's Eye View, man, like we talk about everything in all gaming. We have good takes over here. We have hot takes. And I wanted to talk about this game. If you guys don't know, I am a very, very big Sonic fan. We've been playing Sonic since I was young. We started off with Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Heroes, Sonic Riders. We, we even played the 2D Sonic game where you're going side to side and you're just speed running the map. And I love Sonic. I've loved Sonic for a really long time. But the thing is with Sonic is... They have been on a really, really big major slump with a lot of their games. We haven't had a very good Sonic game in a long time. Some of the worst being we had Sonic Unleashed, and it was like, that game was okay. Sonic 06, Sonic the Hedgehog, that game was absolutely terrible. Sonic Colors was okay. Sonic Generations was very good. But, like, Ever since, like, Sonic Heroes, I feel like, the games have just been, like, on a downhill fall. And it's been kind of, like, hard to play some of these games. Like, I remember playing, like, Shadow the Hedgehog, Sonic Adventure 2. Like, a lot of those games just brought back so many good memories and stuff like that. So, uh, but the Sonic being, like, one of the top things right now. Like, we just had two very good Sonic the Hedgehog movies. We had... Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2. And Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was one of my favorite movies that I've seen this year. Uh, it came out like a while ago, but even then, that movie was amazing, bro. The action, the comedy, uh, the lore that was in it, the fights. It, everything was it was very good. Very, 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 very good. 
Um, so I did like, I did like watching that. And now with that being coming back and it feels like Sonic's trying to make a comeback, they need to improve on the games. And it was like, this is, has to be a good game and it has to hit to kind of restore that franchise, uh, for what it was when it had good games. So this game had a hit and they did a very, very like, I feel like when games are kind of on their last leg, they try the open world. And it's like, you were thinking like Sonic open world. What is this going to mean? It don't even make sense. And I'm here to tell you guys that I've been putting in, I put in 15 hours of the game so far and it's been out for five days, four days. And this has just been one of the one of my favorite games. It's, it's, it's awesome. Like this game, like I, I seen reviews and stuff like this, and everybody's just saying like it's okay. I saw a one out of five rating, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm ignoring it all, right? Cause like me in the back of my head, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt because I'm sitting here and I'm just like, dude, I'm a big Sonic fan. I was like, this game's gonna be hot. This game's gonna be nice, right? And I was nervous about the open world aspect of it too, but oh my God, the world is beautiful. The side quests are amazing. The fishing is beautiful. I love this game, but let me give you guys a little bit more info about basically what the game is about, how you get started. I have not beated the, I have not beaten. I have not beat the game yet. But I'm on the about the third island. I'm on the third island out of five. So, and like I said, I have played 13 hours of the game. So this is just like a light first impressions of how I feel about Sonic Frontiers. So basically uh, how the game starts off is basically you, Amy, and Tails are all flying in Tails' airplane or whatever. And then eventually you guys get jacked into this thing. And I'm pretty sure it's called. It's called the Starfall Islands. And basically the Starfall Islands are where these like chaos emeralds are being drawn to. They get sucked up into a wormhole into a digital realm. It's called cyberspace. That's what I was looking for. It's called cyberspace, uh, which only Sonic is able to escape to the islands into the real world. He's the only one that could go like back and forth while everybody else they can't leave and they're basically like in virtual cages and holographic and they can't do anything sonic's the only one that can basically run around get the chaos emeralds and save everything so um there's a character in the game called sage and basically it's like an ai thing that dr eggman created and basically dr eggman is basically using her to investigate sonic and basically like keeping an eye out and they're basically how do i say it man they're trying to they're trying to keep a, a good eye on him and just trying to see what he's trying to do all he wants to do is save his friends get the chaos emeralds and get out of there but eggman and sage have different plans and after like kind of a little bit of watching sage kind of like understands that sonic isn't really a bad guy like even like sonic in certain situations, it's like, even with like, he has differences with people and things in the game. Like 
him and Knuckles, like I feel like a lot of people think like him and Knuckles are just like best buds and everything, but him and Sonic or Sonic and Knuckles have always had like differences with each other to where like they don't really think on the same page and they have different objectives and they have different ways that they want to um they have differences on what they want to do with their their life and different end goals with these chaos emeralds than a lot of people think um so like but he he's always down to help knuckles and knuckles always down to help them even though if they aren't the best of the friend and they do have their differences they do work together um but the whole point of the game is like you get basically sucked into this wormhole and you get onto the starfall islands and basically your goal is to get the chaos emeralds and to be defeat these giant things called titans and in order to get to these tie-ins, you have to get all the Chaos Emeralds that are on each island, which are five islands. You have to get all, I think there's seven Chaos Emeralds, if I'm wrong. But there's a lot of Chaos Emeralds, a lot of open world. And basically, each island has their own little objectives, and they have their own little memory things to unlock certain um, lore and s stuff with side characters. So in the first island, for example, uh, you're basically trying to find Amy's artificial like memories or some shit like that, memory tokens. Uh, they're just kind of stranded along the map, and then on the map itself, you have like obstacles that have been in other Sonic games, like rails, little like jump spring things. Uh, like boost ramps, stuff like that. And it's just basically, you're just kind of like running through the, the open world, platforming, unlocking certain parts of the map to view where these stones are or these chaos emeralds are. And then also inside the open world, there are actual stages that you could play to unlock keys to get the chaos emeralds. So <clears throat> for example, you're in the first open island. You're kind of running around. You see, I don't know exactly what it's called. Sorry, guys. I'm still kind of like with the actual terms of what they are. Uh, but basically, you pull up to a certain area and it will say like one of one. And it will be like an actual stage Sonic map. And then no matter whatever you do to rank, you could get certain. You could clear the level a certain way and to unlock keys to get the Chaos Emerald. So... Uh, some things will be like you go you go through a stage, you run a stage. It's like you got to beat under 55 seconds, get 100 coins, collect all the red stars, and then it'll be something else. So, like, you got to do, like, certain objectives to get keys to rank a certain way and to get keys to unlock these things. So, uh, you could redo maps. I found myself redoing the map about a lot of times because personally, I'm enjoying this game so much. I'd like to 100% it, but in order for me to do that, I know it's going to take like 60 hours. There's just way too many memory tokens allowed. I'm still, I talked to my friend Raph about it. I don't know if you need all these memory tokens or not, but we just been kind of like, I've been collecting them anyways, but Basically, I've been trying to get S rankings and all the levels. I've been trying to make sure I get all the red coins. Uh, basically, 100% all the islands. And it's it's been super fun, guys. Like, I, I, I don't know if it's just me 
because I love Sonic games. I really wanted to work out this bad, but I had a feeling in my gut. I was like, this game could flop bad. It's really Breath of the Wild. Like, I will say that right away. It is really Breath of the Wild. Like, you get those Breath of the Wild vibes with the open world, the area you're in, the trees, the mountains, the way you explore, all that good stuff. But, like, the world is just so beautiful, man. Like, from you just, like, being on top of mountains, being around all the trees, the way you platform and the way you move, everything is so, 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 so smooth. Like, make sure if you guys play on the PS5, make sure you set it on performance. Like, I feel like a lot of people have this problem. If you're playing on PS5, play on performance, set it to where, like, you get the frames and you literally cut down on the video, like, quality, like, a little bit. And, like, when I say, like, it's not, like, straight up, like, your shit tanks. Like, you just get better FPS. So, make sure you do that because I did that. And you moving at 60 FPS, it could be a little bit more. But I am straight zooming through everything, dude. And the way you platform is just so, 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 so good. And you're just like, kind of just like, you get lost in the area because you're just exploring and you're like, oh, I'm going to take this platform somewhere, which takes you to another platform, which take you up to this area. And it's like, oh, I don't know where I'm at. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to finish out my map and stuff like that. And then you're getting interested in the side lore. So then you're trying to do the side lore and stuff like that. And it's it's amazing. It's, it's dude, I, I can't really like, I feel like I'm just... I could just spit out so many good things about this game. Like, and then like when it comes out with the RPG elements of the game, you basically get attack, defense, speed, and coins capacity. Coin capacity, I learned, is basically your health. Speed is obviously your speed. Attack and defense, obviously attack and defense. But the thing is that you got to learn to balance is the speed and the coins because you could like make yourself way too fast if you make your speed all the way up and you'll just like run out you'll get out of rhythm and stuff like that i've noticed but like your coin capacity matters for like certain big boss fights and stuff like that to where you have like a certain time limit to you have to be defeat these titans and these titans are basically like these things trying to stop you for the most part um there's a lot of um there's a lot of side characters in the game like not side characters i would say like mini bosses to where, like, I wouldn't say, how do I say this, bro? Because I don't want to say, like, Elden Ring. But you but you know how, like, Elden Ring will have, like, little bosses. Like, you go through the catacombs and you'll find a certain boss. And, like, most of the, like, you have, like, bosses that are, like, kind of the same. But some might have a little bit more health. Or some might be named a little bit different or whatever else. Like... Like, you'll face a pumpkin head, and then you'll, like, go off into a further level, and then you'll face two pumpkin heads. Like, you'll face more pumpkin heads, but it's, like, so it's kind of like that. So, like, you get, like, towers. You get ninjas. Uh, there's certain, like, bosses on the map that are just, like, side bosses that you could beat, too, that also unlock other lore, and those are very cool. So, I like doing that, man. And then, like... I, dude, I, I'm gonna like, I, I really want to post this somewhere. I, I've been recording a lot of my Sonic gameplay to post on the second channel, 
where I basically do my playthroughs and stuff like that. But the music is on par for these games. And they're very good. I think Sonic or Sega or whatever it would be have really, really good soundtracks for the Sonic series. And the open world music is just so calm and relaxing. And then you get into these Titan fights and you have all the Chaos Emeralds and you're just like, oh, this song is just so, so good, bro. And I'm just like, oh, my bro, I was so, so hyped listening to this song and then facing this Titan, bro. My adrenaline like went through the roof, man. This game, first impressions I like this game, bro. Is it better than God? Is it not? Not God of War. My fault. We'll bring up God of War in a second. Is it better than Elden Ring? I, I think it's hard to say like it's better than Elden Ring, but like I really do think it has a topic to be game of the year. I really, really, really think it does, man. Just the open world of it with the soundtrack and the Titans and the combat is very nice. Like they have like a they have a skill tree and a combat tree to where you can like unlocks certain abilities and the combos are nice and dude it has like all the fun maps in it for the stages like one of them was green hill zone they had a level that really felt like city escape and i'm just like sonic always does a really good job of like throwing in little pieces of lore and little pieces of stuff from other games that will like fans of the game will sit there and pick apart and no so it, it brought like excitement to me it really did also they have mini games and stuff too like they have the big the cat fishing game so if you like the fishing and stuff it's cool because you could use that to help get your attack and defense up and like unlock certain items and more lore and stuff like that too so i it's I I it's, it's I think it's up for discussion for game of the year, man. I want to say a nine point five out of ten. It's I I don't think I'll ever give a game a perfect ten out of ten because I I feel like no game is perfect, but this game is very 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 close. I love it. I love it, guys. And this game we already in my group chat we found out that this game is actually already on sale for like around thirty nine bucks. Do yourselves a favor and pick it up. Play it. Just at least give it a shot, dude, because the price is already dropping, and it's going to get cheaper and cheaper. So if you guys are willing to give it a chance, I would give it a chance. I absolutely love this game. So please pick it up. Final, final first impression that I want to say. Um, I did ask on Twitter beforehand. A lot of people really never respond to these, but it's okay. It's fine. I'm going to keep it chill. But we did have a few questions um, that I'm going to answer because I posted out. I was like, hey, what are some things you guys want to hear on Tana's Eye View? I always tweet it out at you love Nick Tana on Twitter. About what you guys want to hear on the podcast. I asked her some questions and stuff like that. Uh, the first topic, and I think the only topic that we really got was Eric. Shout out you, brother. He said, uh, game of the year predictions. And I haven't really sat down and thought about that. But I will say a few games that I have on my radar is I have Elden Rings probably is definitely going to be up there. I have a feeling Horizon Forbidden West is not Forbidden West. What's the what's the newest one? Uh, Horizon. Uh, Y'all are going to roast me. 
It's Forbidden West, yeah. For some reason, I was like, I get Zero Dawn and Forbidden West confused. So I think Horizon Forbidden West is going to be up there. I I have a feeling that God of War is going to be up for the discussion. I can't say anything about God of War because I haven't played it. I did bought it. I did buy it. I got the collector's edition, guys. I got a hammer. I got all these cool dice. It came in this huge-ass box. So I did get God of War. I got the collector's edition, but I haven't played it yet, so I, I can't say for sure that it's going to be God of War, but I think it will be up there, and I really do think Sonic is going to give them a run for its money. I, th I felt like I had a few other games that I felt would be in there. I think Kirby was a good game this year. I don't think Kirby will be in it. I think it was an okay game, but no, I just don't think so, man. I think there was way too many games for Kirby to be up for it. But I think if I had to do that top four, I think it's probably going to be Elden Ring. But I think Elden Ring is like the safe choice. The safe choice for game of the year. But I really, I really would love for it to be Sonic. I really, I really, I really, really would love for it to be Sonic. But for uh, Horizon Forbidden West does look like a very beautiful game. The graphics look good. I just heard that game was just way too safe. They played it too safe with it, man. It feels like the same like action adventure game. So, and you already know God of War already puts out bangers. So, I've been avoiding spoilers for that and all that good stuff. So. Once I play that game, then I can probably throw it in the game of the year discussion. But shit, we got Pokemon. We got Pokemon coming up. We got God of War to be played. Like, we have a lot of games that are going to be playing. So make sure you guys, like, if you guys like this podcast, like I said, if you guys can hit me with a follow or a sub or just keep track of the podcast, that would be great. Five stars, all that good stuff. It would mean the world to me. And, like, it's going to be coming back more, man. Like, I just didn't want to record the pod if the only thing I was going to be playing is Madden. And I'm not going to give you guys bullshit-ass takes and stuff like that. So, that's what I'm saying, guys. We have Sonic we still have to finish. I'll give you guys a full review on. We have Pokemon, the new game that's coming out. And we do have God of War. I'm not even... Uh, that's the thing about God of War, guys. I'm not even playing... That's not even the next game I'm playing. I'm going to be playing Pokemon. And then... I will be recording an episode next week for you guys. And we're going to have you love Mo on my beautiful and amazing wife. And we are going to be talking about Pokemon. That's why I didn't really bring up a lot of Pokemon stuff, but we are super excited. So make sure you guys check out the podcast and stuff like that and keep posted. So um, I think that's about it for me, guys. We've been recording for about an hour now, and I just want to say thank you guys for all the love and support. Um, even if it's just not on the, on the podcast side of things, guys, like if you guys talk to me on Twitter, if you guys are on YouTube, if you guys are on Twitch, all that stuff, man, like everything does mean the world to me. Thank you guys for all the love and support. YouTube is at an all time high guys. I did want to tell you guys my stats for YouTube. This is like the most I've had in a while, man. We just hit, what is it? trying to find it i think we just hit like seventy-five thousand views or something like that for like the youtube so i'm absolutely blessed we hit 1.1 followers on twitch man the numbers just keep going up and stuff like that so just make sure you guys lock in man show some love all that good stuff every little bit does help and it is free so with that being said guys again thank you guys for listening to another episode of tana's eye view i didn't even tell y'all what episode this was this is episode 20 
Number 20 in the books, guys. We hit episode 20. Beautiful, guys. I'll catch you guys next episode, man. We're going to talk more about Pokemon, and I'll make sure I have more stuff for you guys to listen to. So be safe. Tell someone you love them. Nick Tana is out. Be safe, guys. Thank you guys for listening.